Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we are going to be talking about Game of Thrones Season 8, previewing the upcoming season, and uh, talking about what we want to happen and what we think will happen. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. right on the horizon so you know i'm doing well um but yeah uh, we have been on a little bit of a break again uh this one was completely unintended because i got sick and you might still be able to hear in my voice i am powering through all of it um but we will be making up those movies don't you worry uh if you're really looking forward to those reviews they will be coming on uh the next episode not on this one because we gotta get ready for game of thrones on this one um, and we have been talking about this preview episode for a while, so yeah, it's kind of time to do it. All right, let's just dive into this. Ozzy, I'm thinking we go by character. How does that hit your ear? That's really, uh, pretty good, pretty good, yeah. All right, then let's do that. Um, I want to start with, uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know, like, all right, I've got, like, a list of characters in my mind that to me, just define, like, survivors. They're characters who are kind of just, like, they're gonna... They hit me as characters that I think survived this whole thing and live towards the end of it. Um, and I think paramount on that list is Tyrion. Tyrion just hits me as, like, a guy who is going to make it out of this story. Correct? Or do you think differently? I mean... He survived pretty much everything so far, so... I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't... He's not, he doesn't look to be in danger, but... Yeah, like... I don't see why he wouldn't fight if we need everybody alive to fight, so... Well, no, yeah, I, we'll I'm see. not saying he's not gonna, like, fight and put himself in, at risk or anything. I just think, like, narratively, like, he's just a character that seems like... He's just meant to survive all of this. Think about all of the stuff he's gone through and all of the stuff he's survived... I don't know, he just hits me as a character who, like, if I had to, like, you know, put a scale of, like, 1 to 10 on how in danger he is, like, I don't think I'd scale him pretty high on, like, as a character who I think is gonna, you know, get offed. But then again, maybe because I'm thinking that he's more likely to die because they want to surprise us, so I don't know. Um, but I guess the big question uh, going about Tyrion is... Uh, we, I, I think it's all kind of intertwined with, with Daenerys, with Tyrion, like, it's kind of like, if you think Daenerys is going to survive, then, you know, Tyrion's <clears throat> probably going to survive, right? If you think Daenerys is going to die, then where does Tyrion fit into the world post-Game of Thrones? Um, I think no matter what, if he does survive, he's going to stay in, like, an advising position as long as, you know, Cersei's not the one who wins at the end of this. Um... <laughs> So, I, I don't know, like, do, do you agree you think he's probably going to be a character who, if he does survive this season, is going to be staying in that advisory role? 
Yeah, I mean, because that's all he's good at. So I, mean, <laughs> I don't think he's anything. I mean, and this is being realistic. I don't think he's going to be, um, you know, Lord of Winterfell. Well, well, <laughs> okay, but here's not, a, here's an interesting I mean, question then. Because, all right, if we are all assuming, I mean, we'll talk about Cersei later, but if we're all assuming Cersei is going to die, which I think that's a relatively safe assumption, and Jamie seems more of a character who is l- more likely to die. If that's the case, and Tyrion is the last, like, surviving member to, of the Lannisters, he is heir to Casterly Rock. He is, like, the head of the family at that point. So he could technically revert back to that role and just go and lead, be the Warden of the West. Like, I don't know. That's a possibility. I don't, I don't think. I think it's a possibility, but I don't think he would actually do it. Yeah, and he I don't, could, I don't see him yeah. doing it. Well, he could serve both roles too. Like he could be, you know, I mean, at the beginning of our, at the beginning of the show, Ned is warden of the North, but he also goes and serves his hand of the king. So it's possible that he does both. I suppose. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, all right. Well, I, I have a question. Be- going back, uh, I don't know. Have you done a rewatch at all for, of last season at all, at least or no? Not not entirely. Not okay. Yet. So last season, if you remember, there was a lot of things that were causing some discussion in the last like two episodes, actually in the last episode, uh, with Tyrion in particular. First of all, there's the issue of Tyrion, uh, if you remember, they go and uh, they have this big meeting in King's Landing about what they want to do uh, about the White Walkers, and Cersei says she's not going to go and help them because Jon has already pledged himself to Daenerys. And then Tyrion goes and has that little meeting with uh, Cersei. And he deduces that Cersei is pregnant, which we already knew, or at least we think we know. It's possible she's lying. Um, and he, we, it basically cuts after a little bit of the discussion. And then next thing we know, Cersei is walking out and she has agreed to fight with them. Obviously, we know she doesn't keep that promise. She... Reveals later in the episode that she's betraying that. But what is it that Tyrion said? Did he make some sort of deal with her? Like, what is it that convinced her? There's a lot of people who kind of think that maybe Tyrion is thinking about betraying Daenerys. I don't think that's the case at all. Um, But the other evidence towards that is that weird kind of look that he gives when Jon and Daenerys are doing the deed. Uh, there was a lot of uh, reading into happening uh, in that situation as well. I don't know. Uh, are you nervous that Tyrion's going to do something dumb? Like, what do you think he made some sort of weird deal with Cersei? What do you think's going on there? I think he made the deal to have Cersei's baby be the, be the, um, basically be the uh, what's it called? The next in line, um, basically Daenerys's heir to the yeah. throne. If Daenerys were to pass away hmm. um, at that point in time. So I do think that that's the deal that he made. That's certainly possible. I buy that. Yeah, Cersei, you know, you know, at, at bay. Because I think Cersei was kind of playing it by ear, trying to get Daenerys and Tyrion to kind of leave, um, just to kind of leave and, 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 you know, have that attention drawn away from her while she goes ahead and, uh, you know, plans mm-hmm. to attack them. So I do think it's a smart move on her part to, you know, do that. 
but at the end of the day, she does, you know, she does, as we know, she does portray that word. Exactly. Um, it, which is I weird. I don't think she's pregnant. Yeah. You don't think she's pregnant at all? No, we see her drinking the wine in the trailer. Why would well, okay. Everybody brings that up. And my point is, like, I don't know. This is like a medieval world. Like, I don't know if that's, like, necessarily, like, they care as much. I don't know. <laughs> Why would you not care? I, mean, I don't she, know. She loves, her, she loves her children. She hated the fact that Tama was sleeping with the gang. I forgot the I forgot that lady's name. No, she, okay, but uh, Marjorie. One of, one of, yeah. Marjorie Tyrell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, like, I mean. I, but okay. My only question is, and I could be wrong. Like, I, or I, you could answer this question. I, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. Is it? This is really getting in the weeds here. But is it canonical in the, ga- the Game of Thrones universe that it is not healthy for for a woman to drink while she is pregnant? Do they even know that in this society, or are they not that scientifically advanced? I think they that's know. my question. Obviously, <laughs> it's not okay to give a baby wine. I well, think that's yeah, very plausible to think that, but I don't think that she's pregnant because okay, yeah, I don't and a lot of people that, agree with you. I, I, I don't, I don't think, know. I'm, I don't think. I mean, we've seen Cersei care about her children. I, I know the entirety yeah. of the show, so I don't think that she would even risk that. Yeah, I get. I guess my 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 only point is here, and the reason that I'm saying that instead of everyone else seems to be she's not pregnant. My I'm like I don't know is because I don't know like if that's even a concern for her. If she has no reason to think this is unhealthy for my baby, then you know I don't know. But then again, they probably knew people would like react like this, so. I don't know. Like, it seems like a really intentional shot to put in the trailer, I guess. Um, but I think it was more about Lena Headey's performance in that moment anyway. But, yeah, that's interesting. Tyrion is definitely in an interesting place uh, in this upcoming season. And uh, him navigating the waters of, you know, this whole John and Daenerys situation is going to be interesting. Because uh, we'll talk about this later, but even if they end up being okay with this whole situation of them being together. Uh, who says Tyrion will be? <laughs> um, and, you know, it, he's already worried about an, a, a mad queen situation, so how does he react if he thinks that she's continuing in that direction? I don't know. I don't think he would have to worry due to the fact that, I mean, John was raised by Ned Stark. So he's a Targaryen, but, I mean, he was raised by the Starks. So John doesn't have but more that, of the, that Targaryen yeah. temperament. No. So I mean, if Daenerys is going to give a John, that obviously means that John is going to be the king of the realm. So I really don't think that that he would have to worry about Daenerys's temperament when John would kind of soothe that over. I mean, yeah. we've seen That's true. Daenerys go 100% his trust for John is definitely off. interesting. Yeah, I, we've seen Daenerys go 100% off in Tyrion last season. Uh, for Tyrion not really thinking strategically when it comes to fighting his sister, yeah. But John kind of John was the one that kind of smoothed things over, and uh, when it came to that disagreement, thing. she was yeah. she was she was really upset. Uh-huh. Um, so I do think that he he would have nothing in regards to worry about that. Um, yeah. So I don't think that would be a concern, and I don't yeah. think that that's going to be really too much of an issue looming over what deal. He may what what deal Tyrion made with Cersei due to the fact that we do see uh, Jamie kind kind of you know coming in and 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 saying you know he's going to be fighting for the living yeah and I do think that we do get the reveal that Cersei does betray yeah we get uh, we're going to get that rather early probably in episode two I would guess 
Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, this last question about Tyrion uh, bleeds over into the next character I want to talk about being Jamie. Uh, now, we don't get that third prophecy in this show. Uh, we have not gotten it, and I don't think we will get it in this final season about how Cersei dies. That's, you know, they, they cut it out for some reason in that scene, in uh, that flashback in season five about who's going to kill Cersei, about the Valonqar, the little brother. Um, we, we, we don't get that. But I think it's too juicy of a plot of a story point for them to pass up on. I think they're going to hold to it. So my question is, which one of them does it if one of them does it? Is it Jamie or is it Tyrion? I think it's going to be uh, Jamie. I agree. I agree. I think, I think the fact that she lied to him in the first place about, you know, being pregnant is ultimately going to really, really, really just drive him over the edge. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, uh, man, this is, this is tough because, like, I agree, story-wise, Jamie makes the most sense. And Jamie would be the most um, dramatically pleasing, <laughs> I think, uh, just to have, you know, Cersei's been worried about Tyrion her entire life. She's been worried about all these prophecies her entire life. And then to have the one person that she completely trusted and loved be the one who fulfills that prophecy and kills her. I mean, that's just, it's so, it would be so perfect. Um, I, I really think that that makes the most sense. And it would be a great just character moment for Jamie to be, I mean, he already had that character moment when he left. So maybe it could be a little redundant. I, I don't know, but... I, I just think it makes the most sense. I agree with you completely. My only concern that it might not happen is that Jamie feels like a character that could die at the Battle of Winterfell. But I don't see that happening. You don't? No. I, I think we're going to get a lot of deaths at the Battle of, Win Battle of Winterfell. And, you I know, think we'll get a lot of deaths at the Battle of Winterfell, but I don't think that, that, that that's going to be... You don't think Jamie's going to um, be one of the ones who I don't think I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, because I mean, uh, I mean, we've talked about how mad I am about, about this season, but yeah, let's um, not get into that again. <laughs> we, have to, we have to get into the fact that I mean, there may be an additional battle um, with the with the um, Iron Bank mercenaries, the Golden um, Company, yeah, the Golden Company, basically, along with Daenerys's forces along with mm -hmm. the north. So yeah, um, that is a battle that you know that is coming. And it has to go to a head. So, I mean, that's something that we just have to go ahead and verify. But I think that Jamie will be a part of that fight. And I do think that he will hold up to his name as the Kingslayer. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I completely, I, I think that makes the most sense. Um, he also could be uh, the one who slays the Night King. That could be interesting, too. Um, but anyway... Uh, yeah, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense as well. I think one thing we have to keep in mind, and, you know, the more I've thought about this upcoming season and, you know, my initial thoughts about, like, what they were going to do, because it seems like, and I think the consensus is, that the Battle of Winterfell is going to take place in Episode 3. That's kind of what we're all thinking. Um, 
So we've all assumed, okay, they do the White Walker thing now, and then, you know, back half of the season is dealing with Cersei and all that. But the one thing that a lot of people aren't considering is what if they lose the Battle of Winterfell uh, and the, the army keeps advancing? Then things completely change and all of this goes out the window. So I, that's another element to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, last thing I want to talk about with Jamie is he is going to have a not-so-warm reception when he gets to Winterfell. Uh, which reunion involving Jamie are you most excited about? Definitely between Bran and Jamie. It's going to be funny. But I don't think Bran's going to really care too much. I, I really think he's going to listen. It happened. But we have more, more important things to discuss. Uh, I think I think the one who's really going to have to get over a lot of her um, grudges is definitely going to have to be Arya. Arya's mm-hmm. going to be the one where she's going to have to really you know, sit tight and, and realize, listen, this is not, that doesn't matter anymore right now. Like it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. It happened. Like this is, this is what needs to happen now. So I think that's where everybody's really going to take ahead and really just, um, I think she's going to, one who's really going to be the one to struggle with it. But I think everybody's going to be telling her, you can't do this right now. Yeah. We need every, everybody in this, in this, uh, in this castle and everybody who's near. Um, so, I mean, that's what that's what needs to happen at this point in time. Yeah. Um, the one I'm most looking forward to with Jamie is just because of the awkwardness of it all. Bran. That's yeah. gonna be hilarious <laughs> when Jamie and Bran uh, meet, and Bran's just like, "Hey, remember when he pushed me out the window?" In his like really robotic voice, <laughs> Jamie's just like, uh, uh, "You remember that?" <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. It's going to be funny. I feel, like, I feel like Jamie being who he is now is going to apologize for it. I, mean, well, I agree, mad. yeah. yeah. It's just going to be... I think he <laughs> might be a little nervous because, like, if if Bran, like, says that he remembers that, then Jamie's probably going to think, oh, crap, I am dead. They're going to kill me for what happened all those years ago. And then Bran's just going to be like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, because <laughs> Bran is so stoic now, you know? Um... <laughs> But, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. All right. Well, we've talked a little bit about her, but let's talk about her now, and that's uh, Cersei Lannister. We're going through all the Lannisters right now, if you can't tell. Um, Cersei, the, the, the one character that I'm kind of nervous about this season, just because of if it isn't what I was just talking about, and, like, if it is our original thoughts and everybody's original thought that, okay, Cersei is the threat at the second half of the season... That feels a little underwhelming to me. Like, I hope they don't kind of, like, go out with a, you know, like, a dud. I I'm, I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case, but I don't know. Like, the one thing that we cannot do with Cersei is underestimate her scheming. Uh, you know, this is the woman who blew up the Sept of Baelor. So, um, you know, she wiped out an entire family in one swift move. Um, I don't know what her plans are. But I think she definitely has something planned. Do you have any guesses as to what she's tr- going to try to be doing this season? I mean, I see here that she's... I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that she's going she's gonna to try to kill the dragons. Like, if the dragons survive the war with the, um, with the White Walkers, mm-hmm. I think they're definitely going to be dead by the time they have the war with Cersei. Because 
we've already seen them utilize the weapon that the um, that that you know the guy that she's currently the scorpion the scorpion guy yeah well, uh yeah. well the weapon yeah um, this, the weapon injured scorpion. injured the one of the dragons yeah the drogon so i mean i do think that um i do think that that could be the ending of how just how crazy it is and and how deadly she is she's willing to take out every everything just to win yeah. uh, i do think she's gonna die i hope she freaking dies i'm really tired <laughs> of that character um but yeah i think uh i hope it's not and i hope and I was really hoping that that wasn't the bat, like the ending battle. That's why I really wanted it to end last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, I think it's gonna be held for most likely the last act. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think we could spend a good thirty minutes dissecting uh, Lena Headey's facial expression in that one shot in the trailer. Um, but so, like Lena Headey, as much as we hate, you know, the character of Cersei Lannister, like she is a character we love to hate, right? Lena Headey is brilliant in this role, absolutely brilliant, and you know, she has never gotten fully. The, she's gotten a lot of appreciation for her performance, but she deserves even more. Um, she is incredible, um, and I, I, she's. I don't know. Like I. I, I have a feeling that could be the moment that, you know, King's Landing is being taken and she's, you know, she she's just resigning to the fact that she has, you know, she's lost. But it also could be the moment that, you know, somebody informs her of, you know, something that she didn't want to hear, like Jamie's died or, you know, something like that. But it also kind of looks like a moment where she's a little smug, so maybe... You know, she did something on the way on the way down. I don't. I don't know. Like that, that moment is so interesting. And you know, all we know of her plan right now is that Euron is bringing the Golden Company over. That's it. That's all we know. Uh, what she's planning on doing with the Golden Company? Are they just going to defend King's Landing? Are they going to march anywhere? But like, where would they march? Like, what would be the plan there? I I don't know. Uh, this. She's the most mysterious character this season, in my opinion. I have no idea what they are planning on doing with her. And I think a lot of that has to do with what we've been talking about. The trailer shows stuff from the first half of the season, and Cersei's storyline mostly takes place in the second half of the season. Um, So it's definitely really interesting. Um, All right, since we've gone through all the Lannisters, where do you want to go next? I'll leave it to you. Where do you want to go next? Let's go towards the Starks. Okay, interesting. Uh, Sansa, you want to start with Sansa? Yep, let's go with her. All right. Um, I, I, I'm glad we're going Starks and we can get Sansa out of the way here because I, I've just, I've got to, I've got to say what I got to say here. Um, I, I, everyone knows I'm a Sansa defender. I'm a Sansa truther. Uh, I think that she gets a lot of unnecessarily unnecessary hate, and I've come to the conclusion that. I, you know, this is going to sound harsh, but if you don't like Sansa and you're just being obtuse, like, I, I, honestly, Sansa is a character who has grown so much since the first season. She is, she has one of the best arcs in this show. I think a lot of people, when they think Sansa, they think first season Sansa, where she is this pouty little girl who just wants uh, to be the queen. She just wants to marry Joffrey because he's the pretty little prince, right? And, you know, she doesn't like her family. 
But Sansa, has, she has evolved so much since then. She is the Lady of Winterfell. She is ruling Winterfell well right now with Jon being uh, off doing his thing. Um, you know, she takes care of Littlefinger at the end of the season. We can talk about the writing there, all we want, whatever. It, it, either way, she does it. She takes care of Littlefinger. She sees through his plans, and she outplays him at his own game. And now, based on what we're seeing from the trailer, all the stuff that people were even worried about from last season of, you know, oh, is she going to betray John? Is she going to blah, blah, blah? No, she has proven time and time again she is loyal to her family. I, I don't think that this is going to be a situation where Sansa is going to give anybody any reason to hate her. Sansa is a Sansa's a great character. I, I don't... I will continue to defend her. And, uh, yeah, I, I just... I think Sansa is going to end up ruling Winterfell. I, with whether she gets married by the end of this season or not, I doubt it. Uh, there is some question by some people about, like, will Tyrion and her get back together? I don't think so. Um, I think she likes Tyrion because he was the one who was nice to her. Uh, but I don't think that's a realistic possibility at all. Um, I don't know. What What do you think of Sansa this season? And uh, uh, are you still a Sansa hater? Uh, I'm not still a Sansa hater just because of the fact that she did really grow on me last season. Because I do think that she did a really great job. Um, she wasn't as much as snobby. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that. She wasn't making any dumb choices like in season six. Um, but I mean, she she she's a pretty cool character, and I do hope that she does rule Winterfell because she enjoys it and she's good at it. Yeah. Um. So I mean, and and I think that you know her and Arya would make a pretty cool team, honestly, just ruling Winterfell. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Arya kind of leading the uh, the forces of of, of Winterfell and and being. Sansa's executioner. The, yeah. That that whole that whole scene that they had together just kind of proves to the future that they can have ruling together. Um, so I do like her now more than they did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's interesting you bring up the, those two together, and we can move on to uh, Arya in a minute. But Arya's one to me that doesn't come across as one of those characters that is going to survive this whole thing. I think she has a mission, and once her mission is complete or at least close to complete, than her storyline kind of is. So she kind of feels like a character who could die by the end of the season, whereas Sansa feels like a survivor to me. Um, I feel like Sansa is just destined to live and to rule Winterfell. I I think that's how her story uh, doesn't really end, but you know what I mean. Uh, I think that's where her story is going. Um... But yeah, I I guess, you know, the the only real question we have left with Sansa is um how is she going to handle Daenerys showing up and uh it seems like based on the trailer and all the footage we've gotten that she handles it relatively well, but I think her she is going to play a key role in the first two episodes of the season because I think the first two episodes, we're going to be dealing a lot with the Northerners and how they are accepting the fact that not only is there dragons and Daenerys there in Winterfell, but that Jon has bent the knee. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of 
people upset about that. A lot of the Northern Lords upset about that. And I think Daenerys, or not Daenerys, I think Sansa is going to play a huge role in keeping them in check and saying, we have to do this. This is the only way. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know how much necessarily Sansa plays in the later half of this season. I don't view her as a character who will be like sitting on the Iron Throne, Iron Throne. I don't think that's really a possibility. So like, I, I don't see her I marching think, I south. Think, I think her, I think her destiny is honestly to rule the north. I agree, um, and I, 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 that's what I think is going to happen. And I do think that I do agree with you that there will be some like a bit of a bit of pushback from the northerners when it comes to having Daenerys rule the north. But I, you know, I think we already saw a clip where we see Tyrion discussing, you know, in in the hall, yes, uh, in the Great Hall. I want to go ahead and say, if that's what it's called, mm -hmm. um, say, listen, we all have to fight together, or we're all going to die. Yeah. So, you know, I do think that that is a threat that you know that is coming, and I do think that once the battle for Winterfell with, with the White Walkers really takes hold, mm -hmm. I do think that that all that is going to really wash away from the North because I mean. They're gonna say, yeah, you know, yeah, this is, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is why we're doing this. Yeah, definitely. I do think it, it goes as far as to show, yeah, there's gonna be pushback, but once you see the big picture, you're gonna be like, okay, this is what it is, and all right, I get it now. So I think that's gonna be, um, really, I think that's gonna be the situation that really happens and takes hold and really makes the North, um, solidified. Because yeah. I mean, there was even doubts, even before John left. I mean, there was doubts because nobody. I mean, people were willing to follow him, but people weren't entirely convinced at the fact that, you know, there was white walkers out there. Well, so yeah. And, and once this season yeah. takes hold, we're going to get that. That And that's the thing that we forget about really easily is, you know, we're, we picture like the northern, the north's all preparing for the white walkers. They're ready. They know what's coming. They don't really, you know, John's telling them this, but none of them have seen it. Um, you know, they're going to be just as, I don't, not just as skeptical, but they're going to be skeptical just like everybody else has been. Um, not to that level because, you know, the North does have more superstitious, uh, uh, temperament. So I think it'll be easier for them to believe, but they don't just nat naturally like think that, oh yeah, this is a hundred percent happening. I think we get towards the end of episode one or maybe at the beginning of episode two, the reveal to all of our characters that the wall has fallen. Um, and once that is revealed to everybody, I think that's when we get, like, all of the fighting goes out the window, and they just say, okay, it doesn't matter. We have to get ready because we know what's coming. Um, I think that's going to be the turning point in these negotiations slash arguments. Um, but let's talk a little bit about Arya. Um are you on the same page with me that she feels like a character that's not surviving this thing? I don't see her not survive. I mean, it's hard to me. It's hard for me to say she's gonna die. Honestly, but I mean, I, I mean, maybe there's a possibility. She does seem, you know, heavily scared in the trailer. Yeah. Um. But I mean, again, I mean, she's to me, if she doesn't, if she's not killed, then she's definitely gonna be scarred because she's nah, she's over that. here thinking. I've prepared for absolutely everything. Yeah. And you see her being kind of arrogant in the trailer. It's a great like, edit, yeah. I know death. <laughs> All this BS. 
And we find out, girl, you don't know nothing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I do think that she does have a possibility of really being like, all right, <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I do think there's a possibility where she really reevaluates her situation. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do see her. I do see her surviving though. She's a great fighter. You know, I do, I mean, she does have a, one of the target, one of the uh, Valyrian steel blades. Um, so mm-hmm. I do see that she does have a great chance of surviving. I just don't know if she's going to die or not. That's my thing. Yeah. Uh, where do you think she's running in the trailer, by the way? Is she in the crypts or there's some people who think she's in the red keep, like she's already all the way in King's Landing. I don't think so because I think literally we only see footage from the first half of the season. Um, I mean, if she is in the Red Keep, I mean, she's probably, she's most likely, she's most likely running for the mountain. Um, that's, that's going to be my theory. If she is in the Red Keep, I don't see her running from anybody else but the mountain because the mountain is huge and he's also a zombie. So again, I mean, that that would also cause somebody to run for their lives. I think that it's the Crips. I think she's in the Crips. She either went to go get somebody or she went to go check on somebody or, you know, she was just chased down there. And that you know, this is where we can get into like hardcore predictions. But I think that we're gonna get some uh, weird zombie Starks coming out of those crypts. I think the Night King's gonna get down there and do something, uh, and we're gonna see some old faces. Um, that's one of my more bold predictions, and I think it'll freak Arya out. I think it will not go well for her to see, you know, headless Ned Stark coming back to life or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, that's what I think she's running from. <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, yeah. So I, I think I, I'm definitely on the page of Arya is going to be one to go. I, I really believe that she is like I would put her at like a nine, eight or nine that she's going to die. Like I really think she's not going to survive this thing. She doesn't, I don't think she has a place in this new world, you know, that we're going to be left with by the end of the season. Uh, yes, she could be, um, you know, the hand that does the deeds that Sansa orders, but that's, that's a little too pretty for me. Uh, there was a picture, uh, I don't know if you saw this, well, you're not on Twitter very much, so you might not have seen it, but there was a tweet going around uh, the other day of like somebody did like a you know f- some fan art of like it was John um, and Daenerys you know sitting on or sitting like in King's Landing and there were three baby dragons and a couple baby direwolves and you know three little kids that they had and they were both ruling together um, and somebody was like and and that tweet said if this is this is all I want this is how I want Game of Thrones to end and everyone everyone was just like ripping it apart like this is you haven't been watching the show if you if that's really how you want it to end like that's not how this show is going to end and i think we have a tendency to go you know yes this perfect world where you know sansa's ruling the north and Arya's doing this and you know john and daenerys are ruling together that's you know if if you pay attention to what ramsey said if you if you haven't if you think this has a happy ending then you haven't been paying attention and i think that's definitely the case here i I, there has to be some of these characters that we beloved and we think should survive that are going to die and to me Arya screams like one of those characters who is 
going to be a fan favorite that is not going to make it out of this show um, to me. But yeah, I don't know. Um, let's, I guess, move on to, uh, I mean, do we have to talk about Bran? There's not much to talk about with Bran. He's a robot now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much to talk about. I mean, I, I think I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be playing an important role, but I don't yeah. know if there's that much to talk about. Like we already know, he's Bran is what he is. Pretty much, Bran is gonna be one of the ones who goes head to head with uh, with the Night King. Do you think he dies? No. I can't. Yeah, I. I don't think so. Maybe. Either. I, I think it's like fifty fifty with Bran. Like he could be one who dies, and you know we. We usher out this age of magic in Game of Thrones and we just kind of move on from it. You know, that's kind of, uh, it's something I'm kind of toying with in my head is like, is this, is the, does the show end with kind of the death of magic? Like, do all the dragons die out and do the White Walkers die? And, you know, this, that's the end of it, right? And if that's the case, then Bran has no place in this world. He's, he's one of those characters who kind of doesn't fit anymore. So he could be one to go. But then again, I also could see Bran just being one of those characters who survives and he just stays as the uh, the three-eyed raven and does his three-eyed raven robot thing. <laughs> it's possible, too. <laughs> I'm like 50-50 on Bran. I, I don't know. Um, Bran is never, to be honest, Bran has never been the most compelling character on this show to me. So I, that's why I don't have too many strong opinions about him and his storyline. I just don't really care. Uh, I like Bran the past couple seasons because he's been an exposition machine. And it is much needed for a lot of people, and I think it helps. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on to... Okay, he's technically... He's, do we do we want to go to John now? Like he would fit with the Stark theme, kind of. But do we want to save John for the end? I don't know. How do you want to handle John? Uh, we could. I mean, we could save him for later if we want. All right. Yeah. Let, let's save John. I think John and Daenerys are kind of tied together, so let let's save them uh, for later. Um, let's talk about somebody who's on the Stark slash Snow side of things, Sir Davos. Okay. Let's do it. Um. Is does he live or does he die? I'm fifty fifty. I think he might die. Yeah, I could, because I feel yeah. that because I feel that I mean his role has pretty much been to be a, a hand of the king. Yeah, uh, I, I love Davos, but I think that we've 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 seen him take up arms before. You know, it's not and pretty. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, it's not pretty, I mean, but he does try. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, you know he he was you know he fought in battle of the bastards, survived. Mm-hmm. Miraculously, um, <laughs> but I feel that this would be his end because I feel that if we're gonna have a hand, it can't be it, you can't have two. Yeah, it's either gonna be Tyrion or it's gonna have. It's exactly what I was gonna Davos. say. And one of the two survives. I don't know which one. <laughs> I would lean Tyrion. I think. I mean, I would love if both survived. I want everybody to survive. <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna choose who is most likely to die, I feel that Sir Davos is most likely gonna die. Yeah. Um, just due to the fact that I, I do see him. If, if if people like you know if he sees people are are losing, I, I to me he's the first person to grab a sword and be like, all right, let's let, let's go. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that that may be a situation where he's like, all right, we need to go assist them now, and I mm-hmm. feel like that's gonna be where he uh, unfortunately would, uh, dies. Yeah. Um, I I'm kind of on the same page. Like I, I I I completely agree. That's one or the other. I don't think they both survive. 
uh, Tyrion and uh, and Davos. Um, and it kind of it goes back to who you think's gonna like be there at the end in a way. Like I don't because all right, let's say Daenerys is the one who survives and you know takes the Iron Throne and all that. She's not going to, like, take on Davos. She has no reason necessarily. Like, Davos might be kind of able to attach himself to her. But I don't think that's necessarily as natural. Uh, whereas, you know, it let's say Davos dies, but Jon survives. Um, I could easily see him taking on Tyrion as, you know, one of his primary advisors. That's a more natural fit. I think Tyrion's just the more flexible character in that sense. Um, so Tyrion makes a little bit more sense to me, uh, and Davos, like, he kind of comes across as one of those, uh, as I've been talking about, those survivor-type characters, but then again, like, I, I, I don't know, like, I feel like he's one of those characters who's, he's too good for his own, like, well-being, you know, <laughs> like, I feel like he's just, he's such a good person that he doesn't get to survive this world, you know? Like I, I, I do hope that they both survive because I think yeah. they'd be really great assets. Oh, to I agree. Yeah, John and or Daenerys or both. But I mean, I, I, it would be definitely interesting to to kind of go ahead and see that. Yeah, definitely. Not to see him die, but to see him survive. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Sam. Samuel Tarly. Um. I, I, what what are you thinking about Sam this season? What. How are you looking forward to the John reunion? What do you th- how do you think that's gonna go? Uh, do you think he's a character who dies in this battle? What are you thinking? Um, I do think that he he might be the one to die in this battle. Honestly, I mean, he has no idea how to fight. Only <laughs> he knows is how to lead. I think if he becomes uh, if he does survive, I do see him becoming a great master. But that, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's no. I think he's been there's nothing really important to there's no reason really to keep Sam alive I mean the only reason why he was alive was I mean if we're being honest he's basically kind of also been in branch branch position where he's been a plot device to kind of to kind of gather more information about certain items for instance season seven Mm -hmm. we got the fact that uh or was it season I believe this is season seven where we got the fact that hey hey you know, um, what's Rhaegar's marriage? Rhaegar's yes. marriage was annulled, which I predicted. That, by the way, you know, we all predicted that <laughs> that happened. Boom. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, it, it's been pretty much a plot device, and then you know, him and Bran coming together. You know, Bran thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was married. You know, Lyanna and and Rhaegar were you know hugging up. Yeah. John is John Sand, and then he was just like, "Nope, they're married." So, <laughs> you know, they're they're one and one of the same. So, yep. I, I I feel that I mean, again, if you're gonna have one same situation, if we're gonna have one, I feel that it has to be Sam to go. Because uh, Sam's story, I mean, where where else does Sam go from here? I mean, he he could be what? Let me Lord answer of the, that. Lord of the Sam, Lord of the Tarleys. I mean, it's not. All right, l- let me answer that. Take up. Um, I. I don't think we're going to get a situation where, you know, Sam is, you know, the head of his house. I, I think maybe they do that, but I wouldn't like it. I don't think that fits. I think Sam is committed to his vows still, um, although he has broken them. So it, it is a possibility. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself out of that, but that's certainly an option. I could also see him 
un- unbelievably, I could see him becoming Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Mm. I think I, that's my that's my kind of out there one. I think that he that's an outside chance possibility for him. Um, I I think he's been. Uh, I, I think he's not, he fell out of love with the idea of be, becoming a maester uh, when he went to actual maester school. <laughs> um, I think he kind of was like, yeah, maybe this isn't for me. I don't think that's how he ends. Uh, I don't think that's how his story ends. Um, I honestly, to me, it's either he goes back and he leads the, de- not, not defense of the wall anymore, but maybe just like keeping a watchful eye up there. Or I, he also feels like a character that's almost like too good to survive, you know? Um, I could see him dying, but then, you know, what are we going to do with Gilly and Baby Sam? Like, we're leaving them on their own. That kind of sucks. Um, I don't know. It's, Sam's a question mark for me. I don't really know how, what they're going to do with him. I do not think that... Um... I do not think that that Sam will be Lord Commander of the Night Watch. Yeah, I I don't think most people would agree with me. So you're right. I think there's no indication towards that. I mean, yeah, I think I think I don't think there's any indication that because I mean, if he's adopted, um, you know, her son is as as, you know, her son is his son. I mean, I don't think there's any indication of that. I think yeah, I think the most probable would be where she and him would be saved would be where he can become Lord of his house. I Mm -hmm. do think that would be the best bet and the safest bet, especially because of the fact that one of his allies is now Lord Commander of the Night's Watchmen. I think this battle is going to change everything that we know. Kind of about, you know, how the society works now. Is there even going to be a Night's Watch anymore? Like, Exactly, like how it all practically works out. So I do think that having him go back to where where he came from would be his safest bet if he does stay alive, just so that he can raise, um, you know, you know, she, he can be with her and and um, and also you know the baby in peace, yeah. um, and and you know keep him safe. So I do think that's the best bet. It's just that I I I agree that that's like kind of that makes a lot of sense, but it just feels a little too happy and too clean for me. So I well, I, I just don't gonna know. You're gonna have to. F- Freaking get used to the fact that it may be a little happy, Carlos. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, but they're also, you're going to have to get used to the fact that people are going to be upset if that's how this show ends. Well, um, that sucks for them. That's, <laughs> I don't want that to be the ending of the show, and I think a lot of people are on the same page as me. That's not This show does not should not be one of those that just ends how everyone wants it to end. Um, you know, I... I that's just no. I mean, listen, yeah. listen, listen. I'm not saying that I wanted to end that particular way. I'm just saying, listen. As long as John and Daenerys survive, it's like you know, it's fine. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> we can talk about that later, but good luck. Um, I don't think both of those characters are living. I hate to tell you. Um, I think both of those characters. Are <laughs> okay. Uh, good luck again. Um, let's. Oh, uh, last thing. Last thing with Sam though. Is there going to be any friction because uh, Sam, because Daenerys killed Sam's father and brother? I mean, I do think that there could be pushback, but I mean, I think that's just Daenerys practically learning, like, all right, I need to really chill out. 
Yeah. I, I think Sam might be a little upset about it, but I think Sam is definitely a character who sees the bigger picture, so he's not going to... He, he's, you know, I think he might bring it up, but he'll drop it relatively quickly once he realizes we just need her help. So there's nothing we can do on that front. Um, all right. Um, I'm trying, I'm looking through some of these other characters. I mean, uh, we can talk about the Hound. There's not too much to talk about there. I think he's probably one that dies in the Battle of Winterfell. Um, Varys feels like a character that probably... Like he, he's almost like he, he's almost like a roach. Like he just keeps living, even though he should be dead at this point, uh, with all of the kings he has betrayed and every you know all of the all the stuff that's happened. Um, and I kind of feel like he's got to get his comeuppance at some point, you know. Uh, but then again, the you know we keep we keep talking about all these characters that everyone wants to live that are going to die there are probably going to be characters that everyone wants to die or thinks should die that are going to live. And Varys very well could be one of those characters. Like, I don't hate Varys as a person or a character or whatever, but I feel like he almost deserves to die for all of the stuff he's done. Um, but I don't know if he necessarily will. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Varys? I don't think he's going to die. I think he's he knows how to survive pretty much. I, I don't think that he's going to die anytime soon. The interesting thing is he is hiding with the women and the children uh, look what, in what looks to be the crypts. And if my prediction about the crypts are correct, then uh, some stuff's going to go down down there. Uh, so we might have some problems. Uh, keep that in mind as well. Um, Theon, I am of the opinion that we're not going to get much Theon this season. We didn't get, he's, I don't think he's in any of the promotional imagery. Or images, I, and he's definitely not in the trailer. I think maybe we get like him like coming in, you know, at the very end of the show when they're dealing with well, we, Euron. Well, he has to save Yara. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do think that we're gonna get some of him, but I mean, I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be thing. much. Yeah, I, I don't think it's gonna be much either. Yeah, I because the the weird thing with Theon is, I think he had his triumphant moment. It'll almost be redundant if he has another one saving Yara. Um, now, it could be... I don't necessarily think so. Um, but it could be where he's saved Yara, and we just get him and Yara coming in, coming in and that being the moment. And that I could buy a little bit more. Um, but it's just interesting, because we've already hit, like, you know, to me, his, like, his arc, we finally hit that moment when he stands up to those Iron Islanders and he says, we are going to go save Yara and you are going to listen to me. That was a great Theon moment. And I don't know if we necessarily uh, need another one, but then again, I, I, I think he will be in this season. I just don't know in what, uh, how long or how much he'll be in this season. Um, uh, Melisandre. Melisandre is an interesting one because she is in the promotional images but she's a character who almost feels like her story's kind of done here. But I feel like she's going to die. I agree, because she says it. Um, but the weird thing is, you were just talking about how you think Varys is going to survive, but she also, if we're believing Melisandre, she also said Varys is going to die. She said they're both destined to die in this strange country. 
Um, so if we're believing Melisandre, which, you know, she's not always 100% accurate, let's be honest, uh, then they're both dying. If we don't believe her, then, you know, maybe just she dies. I do think she is one that when she's in this season, she will do something to kind of redeem herself and then she will die. That's my thought process with her. Um, and it'll probably, maybe it's towards the end of the battle of Winterfell or maybe... If my thinking is correct and we don't necessarily win the Battle of Winterfell, then maybe she, you know, meets whoever's left up or down south to fight them again. Um, I could see that as well. Uh, Tormund, I don't think there's too much to talk about. I think he probably lives. Maybe he dies in the Battle of Winterfell, but if he lives, he lives as like the head of the... Uh, newly formed wildling householder, however they want to put it. You know, maybe he's House Giantsbane now. He's a uh, lord of House Giantsbane. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's a possibility. Um, Gilly, we doesn't really matter. Bronn? Bronn's a, Bronn's a dying character, right? Can you agree with me there? Bronn. So Bronn of the Blackwater. I honestly forgot what he looks like. I gotta look him up. What? <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's know loyal to why. Tyrion, or he was loyal to Tyrion, and then he was now he's loyal to Jamie. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was barely in last. He's barely been in He the saves show. Jamie from the dragons. Again, he's barely been in the show. What are you talking about? That no. He was in last season a lot. <laughs> I disagree. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, agree, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I see him die. I think he may die. I, to, yeah, to me, he comes across as a character who's definitely going to die. Um, I don't. He he's a character who probably yeah, with all of the stuff, you know, he's as loyal as loyal can be, and maybe he's loyal to the wrong people, and I think that could be the death of him. <laughs> um, he's almost he's a character who you feel like he probably just deserves to get what he wants he wants a castle with uh some rich young uh lady and he just wants to live in in peace uh but i don't think he he feels like a character who never ends up getting what he actually wants um i i feel like he's gonna be a character who dies there um okay last two that i really want to talk about is gendry and Jorah. Uh, let's start with Gendry. There's a lot of people who like think that if Arya survives, Gendry and Arya could end up together. I think if they do survive, which I'm of the opinion that Arya is probably not going to survive, but if they do survive, I think that's a very realistic possibility. I could see that. I, I mean, I don't see, I don't know why people think that so much. Because um, they were friends back in season two when they were both traveling to the wall together. Um, and then Gendry gets captured by, or he gets sold to Melisandre, and then Arya basically, that's when Arya says that she's going to kill Melisandre, essentially, <laughs> um, because, uh, she took Gendry. Um, and then also a lot of people think that because Arya has been, it's, we've had it told to us multiple times, and I think we kind of see this in the flashbacks that, uh, Bran sees, that Arya reminds everyone of um, of Lyanna, Lyanna Stark, uh, the you know the woman who was betrothed to Robert, and then you know she gets uh, kidnapped, quote unquote. But you know they run away together by, with Rhaegar, and then you know she ends up being Jon's mom. 
Uh, we're told multiple times throughout, especially the first season, that Arya reminds them of uh, Lyanna. And we know Gendry is Robert's bastard. So for him and her to kind of, to get together would kind of be a poetic kind of thing to have, you know, Robert never got to be with Lyanna, but, you know, the the Stark that's most like Lyanna, his son gets to be with. Um, I think that's a little, that's kind of poetic. And I, I could see that being the case if Arya does survive. Um, I Again, I'm of the opinion that Arya is not going to survive. And if that's the case, I think Gendry just dies. Um, but I don't know. Uh, Gendry, I don't see him being like, you know, legitimized and named, you know, head of House Baratheon or something like that. I, I don't see that being the case. Um, but yeah. Uh, Jorah. Okay, can we both agree that Jorah is 100% a goner? Yes. Okay, thank you. We've agreed that somebody is going to die, and it is Jorah. <laughs> um, Jorah, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Jorah. Um, Captain Friendzone, you're, you're piecing out probably in the Battle of Winterfell, I hate to tell you. Um, it's very likely at this point. Um yeah, I um we could talk about some minor Targaryen characters. Uh, any other major characters we need to talk about? Euron, I guess we can talk about Euron. Uh, Euron's the to me he's filled a void that this show hasn't has never really had a charismatic villain. This show has never really had a villain that everyone likes to an extent. Like they just like think is entertaining. Uh, you know, everyone loved to hate Joffrey. Everyone loved to hate uh, uh, Ramsay. Cersei kind of is a charismatic villain, but Euron is like the definition of a charismatic villain. Um, he's got so much swag, <laughs> and he is such a villainous character, and um, unfortunately, he's probably going to die. Um, uh you're, you agree, correct? He's probably a goner. He will probably, you know, be one of the characters who dies and um, in the losing battle that Cersei will be fighting, correct? Yeah, I mean, I do think that, I mean, he will die. I feel that all the villains will die, but I feel like they will die at a horrible cost. So I do think that Euron will die. question is, will Euron die and will Yara die or will... You know, what other what Yeah, what like, happens what to House Greyjoy is the other, question. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, like what happens to House Greyjoy? So, I mean, will they all die trying to kill each other? I mean, what happens? So, yeah. that's the question of the day. Uh, that's definitely, it's a good question. Um, if, if Euron dies, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know who, uh, you know, are we going to say that both Yara and Theon survive? Do we say only Theon survives? Um, I, I, to me, for some reason, I don't picture Theon dying like that. I just, I don't know. He doesn't seem like he, he again, seems like a survivor type character. Um, maybe if Yara is all messed up because of anything Euron's done to her, then Theon ends up ruling or maybe they both rule. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm very curious to see what ends up happening with House Greyjoy, um, I, that's it's interesting. I don't know. Um, moving on, uh, let's let's start talking a, a little bit. We're, we're gonna inch our way towards Daenerys and John here. 
so some uh, surrounding Daenerys characters. Uh, we've already talked about Tyrion. We've talked about um, Varys. But let's talk about Grey Worm and Masande. What are you thinking? Grey Worm might die. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people have come to the conclusion that, that when they showed the kiss in the trailer, that was it. Like, Grey Worm is definitely dead. Like, there's no way he survives. And I think uh, that's a pretty safe assumption. Uh, whenever, whenever we get, you know, a heartfelt goodbye, uh, it's probably like a, an, an actual goodbye here. I, I, I think that's definitely a strong possibility is Grey Worm dying. Um, for some reason, a pop, a very popular prediction is that Masande betrays Daenerys. And I don't, I have thought about it in so many different ways at so many different angles. And I'm like, why are people theorizing this? And I cannot figure it out. Maybe you can help me out. Why do people think Masande is going to betray Daenerys? Um, I honestly have no idea. What it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense because of the fact that she literally said last season, we chose her. I chose her. Yeah. This is what I want. She's shown nothing but continuation. That's like a really popular theory, and towards, I don't get it. Towards Daenerys, so I just don't understand why. Yeah. Um. There's nothing holding. There's nothing holding her to betray Daenerys. She mm -hmm. cares for Daenerys like family, so I don't understand that theory. I don't get it either. It's so random to me. Um. Yeah. That that's a really random one. Um, Masande, I'm kind of 50-50 on. She could survive. She could die. Um, she's probably, I, I picture her as a character who's, you know, she's not going to be fighting. Um, so she's probably going to be, like, down there in the crypts, like, with the women and the children. Um, so again, that puts her at risk in my mind because of my, uh, theory about the crypts. Um, but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see about her. I'm not quite sure. All right. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about the the two characters, you know, the ones that everyone cares about, uh, the the characters of this show, Daenerys Targaryen and Jon Snow, or as we came to find out last season, Aegon Targaryen. Um, what are you thinking, man? Uh, all right, I know you want them both to survive, but if you had to guess. What, do you honestly believe they're both going to survive? I don't see a reason why they both wouldn't survive. No, come on, I don't man. see... No, I'm being serious. I don't see a reason as to why they both wouldn't survive. Due to the fact that John... John already died. So I feel like it would be really redundant to kill him again. So I agree. So really stupid if they kill off John. So to me, he's 100% going to be safe. Because he's already died. So there's no point in killing him again. If they killed him again, I would be personally pissed. I'd be like, "Why? He should have just left him dead." If he like, has a heroic I mean, death, then I think there is some poetic kind of there is a poetic nature to that because you know the first what time the he hell? dies. No, I the, think that's really hold on, stupid. hold on. Listen, listen. The first time he dies, it's not heroic at all. Uh, you know, he's betrayed by the men who serve him. Uh, it's the worst death you can imagine, right? And then. The second time he dies being heroic, eh, it kind of is a little bit of a poetic thing there. But I agree with you that 
I don't think John is going to die due to the fact that he already has. So you're you're 100% right in my opinion. Uh he he it would be redundant. I agree with you. My point on Daenerys though is that I think Daenerys is a little bit of a redundant character at this point because John fills every role Daenerys fills. Um so I I I just I've said this I I think, you know, I said it at the end of last season when we did our Game of Thrones extravaganza. Uh, from last season that uh, I think Daenerys is going to die and you had the same reaction. You were like, that's not going to happen. You're crazy. I'm sticking by it. I think Daenerys is going to die. Um, and I I think she, she feels like a character who everyone wants her to reach her goal and this is not that kind of show in my opinion. I think she is a character who will get as close as she can get and she will not get. She will not achieve her goal. She will not be able to reach that goal. Um, now there are again. There's some deep lore reasons why I also think that Daenerys doesn't survive. I think if John like what I I think if Jon Snow is the prince that was promised, which is I. Do you agree that he is the prophesized character? Are you yes? On, I do. Okay. Okay. If he's the prince that was promised, if he was, if he is Azor Ahai, as they like to confound those two together, uh, they're, you know how um, I know what theory you're talking about. You no, know, you, uh, the, the, the 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 sort of light. Yes, yes, the light bringer, right? Uh, yeah, the light bringer. And but and Daenerys is Nisa Nisa. You know they they call out to Daenerys. They call her Nisa Nisa. It, it you know it all makes sense. It all adds up there that she you know makes. I don't think it's going to be directly it's going to it's not going to be literal about what that prophecy talks about. I don't think that would be crazy. Um but I do think that it's going to be a situation where Daenerys ends up being used as a catalyst to get Jon to where he needs to be to push him over to the edge to make him she either sacrifices herself or she does something that ends up being the reason that Jon becomes what he is or what we all think he is at least. Um, no, I don't think she's going to die by that prophecy because the fact that you can also put Melisandre as Nisa Nisa. Yeah, it's possible. So, I mean, there's some, there, there, those are the two popular theories, that it's either going to be Daenerys, um, because she is the unburnt, or you're going to have Melisandre, um, because, you know, she is following the Lord of Light. So, if she knows that... The Lord of the, she knows that the that the uh, Prince that was promised is Jon Snow, mm-hmm. um, and she has already provided the light. If he was able to provide the light through her to bring Jon back alive, uh, I do think that in that of itself, the the Lord of Light will tell her, "This is your final task. This is what you have to do." Yeah, it's You're possible. The one I could see it. Who's going to, uh, in the end, be the be the part, be the fire uh, that ignites the the light bringer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that that's a very popular theory because she does say that she needs to die. That you know, like 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 basically what you said earlier, yeah. uh, that she does die uh, in Westeros, and I do believe that that may be her conclusion mm-hmm. in having that epic uh, showdown and and being a part of that because I do believe that she also plays a very key role uh, in that mm-hmm. prophecy as well. Um, I do think that Daenerys does help John get to that catalyst of being where he needs to be uh, um, in terms of in terms of uh, you know the dragons and, and and so on and so forth. But I don't see her 
dying. I do agree that her story has kind of come to a conclusion in terms of, you know, where, you know, that John kind of takes over that place. But I, I don't see her, I, I don't see him wanting to rule the Seven Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. I feel that she would have to really push him to that point where she's like, listen, I want you, clearly you want me, this is what I want, and, like, this is what, like, you don't have a place in Wilshire for at this point. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it just makes sense for him to be, like, him to be more accepting of the fact that he would be the rightful king of the Seven Kingdoms. And I feel that she would help him acknowledge that uh, at that point in time. I t- I guess uh, my I don't see I, I don't we're see on John the same that job. what I really don't see I don't see John wanting to rule the seven kingdoms. I agree with you a hundred percent. But I I get our point of disagreement comes at it comes at the issue of what is put what pushes him. What about Daenerys pushes him to take that step right? Because I think we both seem to be on the same page that John is the one like the hashtag that they're using to advertise this show this season is for the throne. So it's interesting. A lot of people theorize that the throne's not even going to be a thing, which makes that hashtag very interesting. Why, uh, why would that be the case? Um, but, uh, if we had to pick someone, I think we would both guess that it's John who ends up on the throne, right? Yeah, but at the same time, I don't disagree with the fact that... Uh, you think they rule together, ended... essentially? Yes. Okay. I think it's going to be in the same theory that he followed, the, like like his great-grandfather and, 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 great, and great-grandmother. So this is that the first Aegon ruled with his sisters, um, and this primarily John would rule with his <laughs> yeah. aunt <laughs> at this point in time. So, I mean, I do think that yeah. having at least two heads... Um, would necessarily bring bring mm-hmm. bring the. I think there would be a, possibly maybe a new sigil for the Targaryen uh, for the Targaryen dynasty if it were to continue. Due to the fact that this would be a, a, basically a, a refresher and a, and, a, and a restart mm-hmm. of what has happened. Well, but yeah. I do see them ruling together in that sense because if we're going to go back, if we're going to go back all the way back to the lore, if we're going to be bringing that into this. There are a lot of similarities in, in kind of the terms of conquering that, that's occurred as well. I mean, they've both conquered the Westeros, um, you know, at, at different 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 parts of well, yeah. the world. Well, yeah. Again, and, and to, I wouldn't go as far yeah. to say, I mean, we can we can disagree on the term, terms conquered, but they've brought large groups of people together uh, and uniting together to go ahead and take out the main threats yes. uh, in Westeros, which is Cersei and and the Night King. Well, yes. So I do think that that would happen. Uh, but again, like, the, it, it doesn't... It's weird because, you know, there's this whole, like, the dragon must have three heads thing and all this stuff. But it's it's hard because, you know, we're bringing all this book stuff into it. But there's also, like, uh, you know, the if it wasn't in the show, then they don't necessarily have to follow it. So I don't even know... You know, we're bringing all this like Nisa Nisa stuff into it, and like the light I mean, bringer we were stuff. thinking that the third, we were thinking that the third head would have been Tyrion. You would but, I mean, think, yeah, but then yeah, we don't yeah, know. I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, Viserion, Viserys is already dead. Is yeah, exactly. Really it's know, weird, right? Um, it's, it's, it's weird that they went that particular route because people were theorizing that the dragon. I mean, sorry to go on a tangent, but people were thinking that the Ice King had his own uh, ice dragon. Little did we know that. Mm-hmm. He was gonna actually take that place. Yeah. So it's it's. I mean, to me, it just ignites a new 
sigil yeah. for the Targaryen dynasty. It's interesting. Uh, it's interesting having those two heads. I could see that. Um, yeah, I, I guess. All right. So you're of the opinion that they both rule together. Um, I am of the opinion that it's. I, I mean, I, I guess I'm of the opinion that you know Winterfell or uh, King's Landing is not going to look the same by the end of the show. I think, what, be it Cersei does something crazy again, or be it uh, the Night King actually does make his way all the way to King's Landing, which I think is an actual possibility. I don't know if the throne itself exists anymore. I think they reassess, you know, how this all works in the first place by the end of this. Uh, you know, I think they're kind of baiting us a little bit here with this For the Throne hashtag. Uh, I think, you know, they, they want us to all be thinking like, oh, you know, somebody obviously has to win the Game of Thrones, right? Not necessarily. The throne could just not exist anymore. And I think that's an actual possibility. Um, but if I had to pick someone, it would probably be John and just John. Um, you are of the opinion that it would be both. We agree to disagree, and we will see how it plays out. Um, any other? We'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up basically now. We've been talking for a while now, and uh, hopefully this has been enjoyable. And uh, we've gone through a lot of characters at this point. Um, but any other random kind of throw... You, Random either predictions or thoughts about the upcoming season that you want to throw out there before we close it out. I think that's it for me, man. Um, I have a random small prediction. Uh, I think Edmure Tully, remember the guy who actually got married at the Red Wedding, is going to make an appearance again. He was in last season because uh, he was still being captured by the... He was still um, under the phrase control. Well, uh, the phrase are all dead. Um, and Edmir is technically now the uh, Lord of River Run and basically uh, the Lord of the entire Riverlands. Um, I think he makes an appearance here. I think Jamie might even pick him up along the way. I think that's a possibility because Jamie knows where Edmir is and Jamie will probably not want to show up empty handed. So if Jamie goes, hey, uh, you're. Uh, your niece, Sansa would be her niece, right? Or his niece, right? I think. I don't know. Um, Most yeah, niece or cousin. It might be cousin. Um, I think it's niece, yeah. So your niece and your nephew need your help. Um, if you come and help me, then you can remain Lord of the Riverlands. I, I, I think that's a possibility that Jamie doesn't show up empty-handed and he shows up with... Uh, some help from the Riverlands. Um, but anyway, that's my last random prediction to throw out there. All right, Ozzy, you want to close this out here? Yes, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. Make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube channel, website, all of it. Chucky does great stuff on the website. Check it all out. Um, we will most likely... I, the schedule is going to be changing uh, if we've even have a have had a schedule recently. Um, that schedule is going to be changing for when we release episodes. Um, the Game of Thrones situation is going to be a little odd this season, so bear bear with us. Uh, we'll be working that out as we go along. Um, but yeah, we will hopefully have an episode out Monday-ish. We probably won't talk about Game of Thrones on that episode. Uh, because we'll record it on Sunday before the episode actually airs. But again, bear with us. We'll have a bunch of reviews on that episode uh, when we get it out, because we have two weeks of movies to talk about. 
um, including uh, <laughs> including an I told you so about Hellboy. Listen, man, <laughs> I, I, I was hoping for the best. I, I, I don't know. I have to see it. <laughs> That's true. Maybe maybe we'll love it. Maybe we're in that eight percent of people who like, like it. <laughs> listen, I, this this I mean, from what I what, the, what I saw with the score, and then I'll just go ahead and close up. But what I saw from the score has me really scared. The last time I saw a score that low was Transforestic. And I hated, I absolutely hated Transforestic. Yeah. Maybe that's a sign I'll think it's like, I mean, it's not good, but, you know, I I feel like that's going to be my reaction. (laughs) But then again, I'll probably hate it too. I don't know. We'll see. But all right. (laughs) Open-minded. Be (laughs) open-minded. You guys can find me on Twitter at CasualOzzy. Also, if you guys do have any recommendations besides Chucky, because uh, he's great, uh, you guys can email me at uh, ozzy.castro at screenclothes.com. Uh, guys, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Guys, this is Screenclothes.